Cars to Protect. Brought to you by Radio Nova, the IBI, and funded by Kamishu Namyan with the television license fee. Check out rstoprotect.ie for more information. I'm Greg Gochran. Joining me tonight, Tracker Brain on. Hello. Hello, Greg. How are you doing? I'll just turn you on now, so yeah. Yeah, that's even better. <laughs> Every week we're going to explore the reality of climate change. It is yep. here with us, and it's happening at such an accelerated pace now. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's something that I suppose I'm uh, I'm very much on a, on a learning curve on this mm-hmm. voyage of discovery, trying to find out a bit about about uh, what's important, what little changes we can all make, um, and how important I suppose some factors are. There's various things that I've been in the last month or so. I've started talking. These features are going to start next week. Yeah. I've started to interview people. I've met beekeepers talking about bees, things that I yeah. couldn't imagine myself getting into a big conversation about, but they're fascinating creatures when oh, you go, once you actually visit and learn about the whole system. Um, so learning about bees and the importance of bees and that a third of the world's food yes. is, hel- is produced in part by bees is in a massive amount. Uh, well, and there's, there's. I didn't realise there were so many species of bees. As well. Yeah, thousands yeah, of them. There is, yeah, and there's. I think there's over a hundred just in this country. Um, so it's, uh, it's, and there's only one honeybee, uh, yeah. and then there's all sorts of different bumblebees and everything else like that. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's. So that's that's a fascinating topic in itself, and that'll be coming up in the next few weeks. We'll be talking to beekeepers. The other things, I suppose, mm-hmm. there's the concept of the refill shop, yeah. which is something that maybe people have started to see. Uh, popping up and they're not sure they're a bit wary about going inside you're in washing case. up liquids and detergents yeah and I think people are a bit worried they might end up in a cult or something like that <laughs> you know and they have to understand that these are just new shops it's a completely new way of shopping but not it's not necessarily that new a way it, it is a way that was there many years ago mm-hmm. and it's just kind of going back to refill as you said you bring your own cartons you fill up your detergents you fill up your hand soaps you get nuts and porridge and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and you can actually stock up a month ago and less the packaging. Everything's cheaper for you. And it's the future of shopping refill It's shops, like what we were know? talking about just before, before we came on air. Years ago, your mother went and did yeah. the shopping on a daily basis and food was wrapped in paper. paper and there, was, yeah. there was no plastic. There was no... The amount of, of junk that we throw out where your food yeah. is packaged in. And if you're doing this once a month refill thing, there's, there's, there's your carbon footprint. You're not yeah. driving to and from. You're not burning fuel. Yeah. You're not doing a whole lot of stuff. There's so many things. Flower farming. Tell me something about that. So, flower, I thought I was the best boy in the world uh, buying a bouquet of flowers for my wife uh, mm-hmm. on regular, you know, uh, different important dates during the and year. And who doesn't love them in that? We have to, yeah. we have to make sure that we know what dates to get oh, them. Oh, for sure. But, uh, so I thought this is great, I'm getting these flowers. But the more you've got to learn about the carbon footprint of a bouquet of flowers mm-hmm. is 30 kilograms. Now, kilograms don't mean an awful lot no. to me. I don't know what that translates as. So you've got to look at a parallel. 60 kilograms is a flight to Paris. Right. Okay. So just to buy a bouquet of flowers. Okay. Now, this is a bouquet of flowers that have been imported, yeah. many from the Southern Hemisphere. This is what was explained to me. They're blasted with chemicals to keep them as fresh as possible yeah. all the way over. And then, uh, but you've got other options where you've got flower farmers and you've got people who can make very wildflower-looking bouquets. They're not wildflowers because they're growing them themselves, but right. they are beautiful flowers. They can do these bouquets and they're cheaper than the bouquet that you'd buy in a florist and they may be received much better than the bouquet that you buy in the fair. So these kind of things are, are ways forward. And it's also, I suppose, not only just going looking for the local flower farmer, asking in your local florist, do you source flowers locally? Yeah. Things like that that I would never have thought You wouldn't about. have thought, yeah. You know, it's just, it, I suppose You, you wouldn't give it a second things. thought. Yeah. Now, eco-cleaning. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was finding out a lot about, I, I suppose you kind of hear about vinegar. Vinegar has a lot yes. of good qualities for cleaning. There used to be a book. Like do you remember the book? You could get a book years, it was like a hundred and... 
one things you can do with vinegar. And you can add citric acid or whatever it yeah, is, or yeah, of, lemon and all that kind yeah. of crack, and you can clean this, that, and the other. So all those kind of things, I'm going to be learning a lot more about that. I'm no connoisseur on it yet, mm-hmm. but it is kind of, I suppose, when I was getting into conversation about it, uh, one thing that was said to me, you know, if you see a lot of the stuff that you're going to buy in a supermarket will have various warnings on the back. Yeah. These things to look out for. There's something about aquatic uh, fear to aquatic life or something like that that's on most things that you'll buy in a supermarket so don't pour it down a drain and don't pour it down a drain yeah. don't put it anywhere near a fish of, of any sort but I mean if you're if it's not good for a fish it's not good for your kids either you for know sure. so there's all those kind of things that you're picking up as you go along but eco cleaning is a way of kind of it's a cheaper way of getting your cleaning products and uh, that's kind of the idea behind it that'll be coming up in the months ahead we'll be talking about here's that a, here's a thorny subject now Electric vehicles. Yeah. You don't have an electric car, you have a battery powered car. This is what people okay. do, people don't realise that yes. it's a battery that you charge yes. on the main like your phone. Yes. Now, EVs. The good yeah. and the bad. The good and the bad. So I was throwing out um Lots of questions uh, in a conversation about that going, I know, but sure, they don't charge for that long. And you could be half the way down the M7 and then your car runs out of juice. And mm. So all that kind of stuff, I suppose, as the EVs are progressing, the batteries are getting stronger. Uh, it's becoming a lot more sense. You're seeing them more around as well. That's the yeah. kind of thing that I know. That I don't have an electric vehicle, like yet, a diesel no. car. Mm-hmm. But uh, and, and to me, it's just the cost of them at the moment that I'd be looking at. But it's just something that you can imagine. You can see that evolving. You can see it getting cheaper. And you see it's going to be uh, way forward. There's another thing about biofuels. That's something yeah. I'm beginning to learn a little bit about. This is people who are looking into how you can make fuels for vehicles out of uh, cooking oil and stuff like that. Yes. Re- Brazil, cycles. they do a lot of that in Brazil. The, the, the car is running on all kinds of the sugar byproducts and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It, it messes around with the timing of the engine and stuff. But again, it's a much cheaper alternative. Yeah, than, than and it is an alternative is the main point. BER. Building energy ratings. Yeah. People, it's all about the BER now and yeah. new houses are a lot better than old. Now, how do you go about improving without breaking the bank? Yeah, BER? I was talking to someone who's managed to achieve an A plus BER, which is extremely rare. Hmm. And he did it with the 1970s bungalow. And he wow. just went at it. Uh, again, now, there's a lot of detail I won't get into now. Yeah. But it, it is about, I suppose, he was talking about, well, you start your first point insulation look yes. at your own house see how you can insulate it better and just do it bit by bit as you go along so there's various steps and again we'll be, we'll be getting stuck into those in the next few months but mm-hmm. it is about I suppose just picking out bits looking at even how your windows you know are you getting any drafts in there just the, the very basic things that everybody can do with a bit of Tech 7 as well do you know, a, you a lot can, of common sense involved yeah, yeah 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 and it's 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 saving money and another thing saving money bins you spoke to a family who sort their own stuff and don't use waste disposal companies yeah yeah a family who I suppose and it's just I suppose the way I've understood it the more I'm kind of learning about this it is about a slight altering of the mindset which can actually change it and move you in a fantastic direction where you can mm-hmm. be saving money and all sorts of things but uh, this is a family who decided that they wouldn't get a waste disposal company anymore to come out to the house and they would just when they go into a supermarket they say going in to get the groceries that's in their mind how am I going to dispose yeah. of this packaging mm-hmm. so do I need to get that do I need to get the packaging the soft plastic wrapped around apples when I could just pick out the apples and put them in a basket mm-hmm. and just go up and pay for them or you know bring a little container ourselves bring them up and pay for them up at the till yes. do I need to use half the packaging so <clears throat> it's something I didn't ask myself much but yeah. I'm kind of beginning to look at that you know yeah. now I did get a punish of strawberries since mm-hmm. I did that interview mm-hmm. went into a shop put it into the you know those little baskets that you pull on yeah. the wheels yeah, yeah. and then of course I tipped it over and the strawberries went everywhere <laughs> but it wouldn't happen with soft plastic but I'm not making a case for it either but uh, so that is uh, that's what they're into uh, is, is, is to find out a bit more about that. So who, I, who will we hear from during the course of the next 50-odd weeks? 
Okay, so uh, there's a couple of people coming up on the... We'll just have a couple of little snippets here. Uh, the first is Evelyn Fitzpatrick. She runs one of these refill shops I was talking about, the refill mill in Mullingar. And she set that up herself based on the concept of having a non-plastic shop, shopping experience where you go in and you can just refill, use all your, bring all your containers with you and just buy as you go and uh, that it's a cheaper uh, way about it. But she's going to explain it a lot better than I can. So the refill mill is a minimal waste refill shop. We're uh, based in Mullingar and the idea behind it is to um, reduce our reliance on single-use plastic. So it's for everybody. Okay. Uh, we're trying to cover all the basics, so everything from food to household cleaners to um, the likes of toothbrushes. So if, yeah. uh, it's, it is honestly for absolutely everybody. Anybody that wants to reduce their, their reliance on single-use plastic, that's who we're, we're aiming to. And even coming into a shop like this and you walk around the shop, <laughs> you just get ideas of... Oh, I didn't know I could do that. I didn't know I could get that instead of buying the pack and the groceries. And all. You know, you're getting ideas. I'm getting ideas just walking around the shop. So it's just full of, of inspiration of yeah. how to use less plastic. Absolutely. I mean, there's alternatives for everything now. And there's um, some really, really fantastic products that will last you for years. So moving away from the single use um, is getting easier and easier. And there's a lot of Irish brands that are, that are making waves in this area as well. So when you're coming into, you know, the, the, the range of products that you were talking about there, you can get your hand soaps, you can get your detergents, you can get, as you said, toothbrushes. I'm just looking around the shop here. You can get spices, you can get nuts, you can get literally everything yeah. that you would get in the grocery. Yeah. Uh, you can get here. Yeah. And how does it work then when you come in the door? What do you need to have a bag with you or what do you bring with you? Or Yeah, so we encourage our customers to bring in their own containers, which okay. we weigh and then uh, refill and then weigh again. And then that's the whole process of it. But um, sometimes people panic if they forget their containers. We always have recycled jars or okay. paper bags here. So it's never a problem if somebody doesn't have a container. We do have solutions for that. So you're, you're weighing them. This is very similar like to going to the skip when you're, you know, your car yeah. could be weighed on the way in. And yeah. they'll check how much you've dumped. Okay, so this is a much greener uh, way of, Absolutely. Of, of doing this like We have customers that are using the same washing up liquid bottles for the last two or three years now. Okay. okay, Yeah, it's a huge way of reducing. So this is, you just said reducing there. It's more reduce reuse than recycle exactly it's yeah yeah all exactly. about reduce and so we sell as much as we possibly can completely package free so that's yeah. why we're asking people to bring in their own containers so that we don't need to reuse any any more paper bags or anything like that so and and we get all sorts of containers like some people put shampoo and body wash into ketchup bottles and yeah you know when yeah. you look around there's an awful lot more that we can reuse and the plastic is made to, to last forever so yeah um Unfortunately. We might as, yeah exactly yeah. we might as well use it over and over again absolutely yeah, yeah. and so uh, i know that you you can shop online at the refill mill yeah, uh, you've got a website that yeah. you can go on and make your orders the online. Yeah. Okay, and then but you can also there are shops like this around the country. I know there's no yeah. franchise to it, but that you know that there are yeah. other shops in major They're towns. They're all the over country. the country. Yeah, so there's there's plenty of them in Dublin. There's a great one in Galway. Um, there's one in Wexford, Cavan. They're all over the shop. No so. excuse. Yeah, exactly. No excuse. Yeah, okay. There's one close enough to you. <laughs> Evelyn, thank you very much. Thank you very much for having me. Evelyn Fitzpatrick, the owner of a very unique minimal waste refill shop, the Refill Mill in Mullingar. Who else have you met in your travels, Trek? So, uh, somebody that we'd mentioned there a little while ago, Porica Morchin, who's a father of four, and they've decided to do away with waste disposal companies coming out of the house. And uh, basically, he said it's based on, he's not worried about icebergs, it's about what I can do, self-responsibility in my own area to keep it greener. We, we did have a waste disposal company that we used and uh, every week they come and collect the bins and 
we already were recycled anyway and most of our waste that was going out of the house was blue blue bin waste, it was recyclable waste. Um, so we were already conscious of having as little general waste as possible. Um, a lot of what could have gone into the general waste, we ended up composting or burning. Um, it was either cardboard or um, bits of food or green materials. So uh, we were probably on that path anyway. But then when the cost of the waste disposal got quite high, and it prodded us into going in the direction we wanted to go anyway. So this is coming out of more of a sense of responsibility? That it, yeah, it was always a sense of responsibility, but there was something kind of handy about the bin people coming every every week that I liked yeah. as well, because, uh, you know, we're busy with kids and family and life and all these things that we want to do. Sometimes it's kind of hard to do them all, so it's... It's to try to see what can we do that in a manageable way. What can we do that's not going to take that much more time um, or energy for us, and that's also going to go in the right direction in terms of um, awareness of us as I don't know. I guess custodians of where we live that we don't really own it. We were supposed to take care of it in a in a in a reasonable way. Um, we don't like to abuse where we live because it's the area that we live in. We like the idea of clean air, clean water. These are all the things that we need to sur to survive and thrive. So whatever we can do to help that, yeah, we need to do it. Padraig Martin, the husband and father of four, whose family have decided to cut back on their waste through shopping with a different mindset. Track our brain on back in just a moment. Ours to protect. Brought to you by Radio Nova, the IBI, and funded by Kamishu Namyan with the television license fee. Check out ours to protect.ie for more information. Greg Gocker and Chaka Brain on here. Uh, Forever Young Festival 2023, the best party weekend of the summer! <laughs> <laughs> Sharon is here from, the, from uh, the Forever Young people. Palmerstown House Estate in Kildare. Will we go through some of the bands? Oh, please do. Okay. Go West. Peter Cox and Richard Drummy. Oh, I love them. They were great. They were great. Uh, Blamange, Neil Arthur, M People, Thompson Twins, Tom Bailey, and so on. Billy Ocean. Mid-Ewer, China Crisis, Cry Before Dawn, some Irish band. Great yeah. band. Some it's great a, Irish band. It's a hell of a lineup, And Four people from flowers. here that were here last year went crazy about it. They said, what a fest. No, well, we, we do we do try and uh, give people an experience that takes them back to their youth. As you said, you mentioned some great bands yeah. from the 80s. Bananarama, um, Squeeze, yeah. you know, uh, Eurasia. We've got such an incredible lineup. I'm very blessed to bring that. But it, it gives people a little trip back in time. Yeah. And that's what they love about Forever Young. They can just be a teenager again even though they might not quite be a teenager yeah. in their yeah. physical state inside mentally they can go back to that for one weekend and it's amazing how do you run a sustainable festival $64,000 question you know. you know there's so much that you can do yeah. and um, our team looked at me like I had two heads when I said not only do I want to launch a festival but I'm going to ban all single-use plastics. We're going to look at cardboard tents. We're going to look at everything we can do mm. to make the festival, you know, footprint greener. Um, however, we successfully banned all single-use plastics on site. We only allow cans um, mm. or reusable bottles. Yeah. And uh, we can't have glass on site anyway because it's a um, Palmerston House breeds horses. Mm. So there's a risk of the fields there. So glass isn't allowed on a safety um, option. Yeah. But everybody brings cans, wine boxes, all sorts of things that are recyclable, or reusable or compostable. So we're really big with lots of bins, all very clearly signed. Everything says, you know, a little picture of the rubbish that needs to go in each bin. We have volunteers that actually walk around doing bin monitoring to make sure people walk past don't just 
throw something in the wrong bin. Yeah. Um, we do a lot of, you know, cans on site, so we make sure there's can bins there so they can just be crushed and taken straight away to be re- reused for aluminium. So everything we do, we, we're kind of making people think about the journey way before the festival. We're emailing people, we're putting it out on social media. Mm-hmm. It's on their ticket. You can't bring plastics into the event. You won't, we won't be allowed. And so it's about explaining why and taking people on the journey and we found people are amazing yeah you know they buy, they, they buy in they buy into yeah. it we we don't use those nasty little plastic cups that people get a pint and drop it on the floor yeah. and go and get another pint even if you give people you know 10 cent 50 cent back on that cup most of them still once they've had a few drinks they, they, won't you bother. Know, yeah. they don't bother so we use reusable cups it's a souvenir cup it's got that year's design artwork on it people pay some money to get it so they don't just drop it on the floor and they go back to the bar they get another drink they reuse the same cup or they get a clean cup they swap their cup over yeah and so therefore you should see the, the arena when people leave on You're saturday this, night yeah. our biggest night yeah I've got photos of people leaving, and it looks like the litter pickers have been on already. It's immaculate. And wow. to see that and see if you push something with the right passion and the right encouraging people with the carrot mm. rather than beating them with a stick yeah. approach, yeah. Yeah. people come along <clears throat> with you. And I have to thank everyone that comes to Forever Young. Our campsites are immaculate. They all put their rubbish in the bins. They put rubbish in rubbish. They put recycling in recycling. They put composting in composting. Mm-hmm. And they know that I'm passionate about it. And, and they come along on the journey, and it's amazing. And they've bought, they've bought in before they get there. Yeah. Absolutely. Because all this information has gone out to them, they're thinking about it, they're almost thinking their steps ahead. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I mean, when I set the festival up, I, I looked into how we could design a, you know, stop people abandoning tents, stop people abandoning chairs. All this, this disposable culture that we well, have. That yeah. disposable yeah. culture, that cheap, reuse, you know, yeah. stuff. Get rid of it and buy a new one. Yeah. Doesn't matter, I can't be bothered to carry it back, I'll just mm. chuck it. Um, so we looked into these really uh, sticky labels that we could put barcodes onto that actually, as everyone got their ticket, we could barcode their chairs and barcode their tents. Um, we found out we didn't need it yeah. because everyone was so good at Forever Young. But it's a huge opportunity for big festivals where, you know, everyone wants to go back every year. So mm. if you say, I'm barcoding your chair with something that's really hard to get off yeah. um, and your tent, so if you, if you just leave it, you won't be able to come back next year. And suddenly... Or you have to leave it in a designated, you know, if it's broken, yeah. this area, rather than people just leaving seas of tents and chairs and everything. There's opportunities out there to make festivals so much more, more yeah. sustainable. Mm-hmm. And uh, it'd be lovely if people just started. It's hard yeah. and it costs more, I would reckon, unfortunately. Yeah. a lot more money well. on the promoter then. Yeah. I wanted to bring in, you know, biodiesel, yeah. um, solar generators, all these things. They're taking time. There's the tech not, isn't there yet. Sure, it's it's the, not really there yeah. yet. Driving and stage also PA working and with a smaller pool of, of available sources in, in Ireland than there are elsewhere. Yeah. Um, you know, you don't find that people are, are quite that up to speed with wanting to go on that journey with you from the large suppliers, but it'll happen and it's coming step by step. Mm-hmm. You know, compostable toilets. Loads of festivals in the UK use compostable toilets. A huge benefit, huge yeah. step forwards, but you can't do that over here. There's nobody hiring them out that I've found yet. <sighs> So maybe someone's listening. They can give us a shout. We can put you in touch with Sharon. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, there's lots of things you can do, and and, and you know, anything we can do, yeah. we look at because I'm very conscious and very passionate about it. And you're always thinking ahead to next year. You know, improvements, little tweaks you can get here and there, and, and what you can do to improve the the the, the punter day out and the the estate and how it, it 
is left afterwards. Absolutely. I mean, Palmerstown didn't have any large events, yeah. um, you know, apart from, uh, you know, sort of where lots of people come over several days. Not mm. they all come for a weekend before we set Forever Young up. And they were very conscious about having a load of people come to the estate for one weekend that could trash it. And, yeah. you know, it's an estate that has a golf club and a manor house hotel and all these things. They didn't want a load of rowdy people coming <laughs> and making their estate look... Older, older rowdy are, are people. Are they rowdy? They are. Well, you know what? <laughs> happy, the happy people, rowdy. They're very happy. Yeah, yeah. teenagers the in their fifties. You know, they that are. They're, yes. they're, they're in their fifties, but they are a teenager for the weekend. Yeah. They'll be wearing their Top Gun outfit, or the girls yeah. will have their <laughs> raw outfits and their leg warmers and their oh, hair all crimped. Yeah. You know, I'm good to go. Everyone gets into the vibe. And that that concept that you're talking about about the uh, barcodes that you can put on, you know, chairs and all that kind of stuff, so people are responsible for their own gear. And if they don't look after the stuff, then. Uh, you can say, okay, well, we're not going to ask you back next year. You know, you'll you'll have to find somewhere else to exactly. go for your festival. And you can imagine that festivals will start to link in the future with that because they're all going to go down the same road that you're mm. trailblazing here. You know, very it's, easy it's with the barcodes now. They yeah. can have a barcode on their um, you know, festival wristband, and that's got their details on it. And as soon as you give them their wristband and you've got their barcode, they stick the barcodes on everything they're bringing in. Anything that gets left behind. That's it's all it, back to you know, them. Yeah. and people just get that little bit of a nudge. Yeah, I've got to be conscious about this. And even the younger, with this very disposable generation that have yeah. grown up just cheap stuff, throw it away, get something yeah. else. You know, yeah. you all came from the same generation as me. The telly broke, you repaired it. Yes. Now the telly breaks, you've been it. You chuck another it. One. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. This disposing. It thing. is a different world. Yeah. And so trying to then bring that education into the younger audience is harder because they haven't been brought up that you fix things and you mend things mm, and you darn that, yeah. your socks and all these things, <laughs> you know, and that's to an extreme. But but we've gone too disposable and things have become too cheap and, you know, we filled up landfill. I mean, none of our waste, not a single thing mm. goes into landfill from the festival. Wow, brilliant. You know, we're, we're absolutely, we'll only work with companies that work with us mm. on, on our, our policies. Are you all, are you ready? Are you fit? Are you ready to go? And oh, all? God, it's yeah. five weeks from yeah. on Friday. Your stress and, uh, level's tomorrow. just going. Mm. Uh, yeah, at the moment I'm doing 20-hour days, so oh, I'm gosh. a little bit tired. Oh, dear. <laughs> but it's exciting because the build-up to the festival, there's such a buzz around it. There's such a buzz on our social media. People mm. love it. People make friends on our social media. People come on their own. People come from America, Australia, New Zealand. Mm. We've got people from all over the world. People coming on their own and making friends before they get there and coming and having friends that they didn't even know they had. The vibe and the build-up to the festival is wonderful. Wow. And everyone will share something. Oh, did you see this trolley was cheap in Lidl? And they put it on the pages <laughs> and then Lidl suddenly sold out this trolley because everybody from Forever Young has got one. <laughs> the best party weekend of the summer, 14th through 16th of July, Forever Young Festival at Palmerston House Estate in Kildare. Sharon, thanks and good luck. Ours to Protect, brought to you by Radio Nova, the IBI and funded by Kamishu Namyan with the television licence fee. Check out ourstoprotect.ie for more information. Footprint calculators track. Yes, yes. This was uh, this is a new concept to me. Um, it's it was which I check. It was on footprintcalculator.org, I think mm-hmm. is the website. And uh, so this is something that ours to protect had sent out to us to have a look at, maybe yeah. have a go at. So I yeah. said, mm-hmm. and this won't be too bad. Do you know? Yeah. I'm like me, kind of, like me. Yeah, yeah we're, we're kind of getting into it. Yeah. And I said, so I answered everything honestly, as honestly as I could. I said, this is the way to start. And it turns out that I well, for, have for, used... Hang on, first okay, off, we okay. tell you, it asks you yeah. how many miles you drive. Yeah. It asks you how much meat you eat. 
do you red meat? Do you pork? Fly like, in the how many year? hours you fly yeah. over the year? And you <clears> kind of go, <throat> and people yeah. tell little little fibs maybe about that. Maybe? I was going to look at the COVID time, but you know, yeah, yeah. And it asks you a bunch of stuff, and then it puts local together, produce, yeah, all yeah. That do you shop locally and all that? And then it, it tells you your personal Earth overshoot day, and if everyone lived like you, so would yeah. You like so to, would you like to share? I I, I think I, I wouldn't, but I will. <laughs> and it's my yearly carbon uh, designated amount, we'll call yeah. it, is used up. By the 14th of April, which is quite early in the year. A lot mm. earlier in the year than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. I did slightly better. Yeah. 26th of April. 26th of April. Yeah. That's right. You got further My into the My personal earth yeah. overshoot day is the 26th of April. So I got further. Yeah. And this was not telling any porkies. This is me yeah. kind of being as straight as I can. Maybe on, on the flights I might have been a bit, you know, maybe. Yeah. Did I go that far? Did I go further? I'm not sure. But then it tells you a number. If everyone lived like you, we need how many planets? So what, yeah. was, what was yours then? I think it was three point some three point mm. three or three point four planets, yeah. which I thought we should have a few of them in backup anyway. Do you know? <laughs> no harm. Mine, because you've got me to do this. If everyone lived like you, and it's kind of waving yeah. a bit, wag, wagging a finger. Yes. If everyone lived like you, we'd need three point one Earths. Now, jeez, there you go. It's like something of Star Trek. You know, we really don't have a lot of time to get this thing done. No, no. And it's it's it, the more I'm kind of looking at, the more people I'm talking to, the more little layers you start to peel yeah. on the subject of uh, climate action and everything like that, the more serious it gets very quickly. Yeah. You know, you start re- realising, you know, the kind of nonsense arguments I was coming out with over the years going, I wouldn't mind that because this, that and the other. Mm-hmm. They don't really stand up at all, you know. And it's, it's, uh, it's, it's uh, I suppose it's about kind of learning about the little things that we can all do. Mm-hmm. And just because, as as uh, Sharon had mentioned, it is a journey. Everybody's going to take a journey here. Yeah. And whether some people take it before others, every ultimately will be taking green because we'll have to, mm-hmm. you know. And part of that might be that down the road, everything will be priced according to carbon footprint. Yes. So you will be go, able to go on your holidays to Spain, but it'll cost you a fortune. Yes. You know, so all that will come into it, I suppose, as we go down the road. But uh, it's, it's about taking that journey and... Uh, Learning as much as you can as you go and maybe starting to make the, the changes as soon as possible is uh, what I'm picking up so far. Okay, and every Thursday around 20 past eight, you're going to be yeah. here, Little Bits, talking all about Ours to Protect. Track, it's been a joy. Thank you. Thank you very much, Greg. Ours to Protect, brought to you by Radio Nova, the IBI, and funded by Kamishu Namyan with the television license fee. Check out ours to protect.ie for more information.